some shit I wrote about when I was broke. See the power of the mind is not a joke. Man, I said that I would do it and I did. Hey, what's up guys? This is Steve and welcome back to Golden State of Mind, the podcast where we focus on mindset and improving our future. What's up guys and welcome back to another episode. Hope you guys are all doing well. Today we are going to get straight into it as always no fluff and we're going to talk a little bit about business as usual and we're going to be talking about deposits i'm going to be educating you guys on why deposits are so important for people who do business if you're a customer eventually you're going to deal with someone who takes a deposit so this is going to be great information for you so you know how to treat people why and what to expect and things to do on your behalf so that you don't lose your deposit or you don't mess things up. And it's just going to work as a good understanding for everything. A lot of people have trouble with this. A lot of people don't understand how deposits work. And so I'll try to clear up as much as I can and make it as easy as possible and try to educate you guys on a few things so that can maybe help you to be better as a customer or to help you to be better as a business and improve the way you guys operate. So for anyone listening who's new, this is a podcast that is based on business, mindset, and growth. I'm a tattoo artist, so I share my examples through my experiences with the tattoo industry, and it's pretty universal, and you can use this with any type of business. It doesn't matter what you do, if you sell a product, if you sell a service, or however it is you run or operate what you do. If you're a regular person, you can apply some of this stuff into your life as well, like I said, and it helps you to have a better understanding of how things work in the world and how you can apply it into your life to live a better life, a more comfortable life, healthier, better, and every other way possible. If you get any value out of this, please share it with your friends and family so that we can all grow together. And if you get a few minutes, please take the time to leave a review on iTunes that allows people to notice us that the show is worth li listening to and it helps us grow and be noticed on all platforms and that helps everybody. All right, so let's get into it. I've been tattooing for about 11 years now and as always, I started from the beginning. I started with absolutely nothing and I didn't know where to go or how to do business or conduct business. Everything was brand new to me. So I had to figure things out and learn as I go. And just like anybody in the beginning, I was very insecure. I had low confidence. I didn't have anyone to really guide me or give me any sort of backbone to be strong or brave or know what my value was. And so I never took deposits in the beginning of my business. I was just happy if people wanted to get tattooed for me. And I was happy if I was even able to book appointments for $40, $50, or even $100. That was my goal. And just like anybody, I would be booking, you know, for within the week because I had availability. So I'd be trying to book for, the, you know, the next three or four days. And once those were full, I'd be filling up for the next week. And it would kind of be like that. And I would try to get people in as quick as possible since I had a lot of free time and I wasn't as busy. As always, when you're new to something and you're dealing with people with a little bit of money, the lower it is, usually it tends to happen more. A lot of people are very flaky. A lot of people bail last minute. A lot of people, if they book things too far in advance, things come up and they may change their mind. They may be buying things on a spontaneous emotional buy. And so they end up spending their money or changing their mood and not wanting to get tattooed or things like that come into play. So... 
I would always have a good amount of people bailing on me and I would end up losing out on the time and I would end up losing out on the money and it would just suck overall. No one likes that whenever you're doing business and especially the more you grow, the busier you become and your time becomes more valuable because as you develop, you start getting booked more and more and more and you know it turns into one week, into two weeks, into a month, into a few months and there's people who can be booked up for six months to a year in advance. So your time is very precious and so you need to protect that. And that's the whole purpose of getting deposits. As I started growing and started being more confident and more serious and more booked, I started taking deposits to secure my spot because the weight kept getting farther and farther. And just like anybody, the farther the commitment, the less they're likely to commit because they're saying it in the moment. And most likely their emotions are going to change. Their plans are going to change. Things are going to change because most people don't plan their lives one or two months in advance. Usually it's just week to week. So that's why deposits are so important. They are there to protect you as a business. And for the customers, the reason you want to put a deposit down is because it shows that you're serious. If I have multiple people messaging me saying they want a Friday and I have this Friday available, and I'm not just going to give it to the first person who says, I'm good for it. I give you my word. I'm going to be there because it's not guaranteed. Out of those three people, whoever the first person is to do the deposit shows me that they're serious and shows me that they're willing to put in the money. Until then, everything is hypothetical and everything is in the air. And until the money is sent, there's no appointments that have been saved. Even if I give you a price quote, even when we talk about dates that are available and things like that, nothing gets booked until the deposit clears and it's sent. And that's when you have an appointment. And then for me, usually because I'm booked a few months out in advance, I have so many people, you know, booking, 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 booking. I let them know that don't expect a drawing or a design from me until the week of your appointment. And the reason for that is because there's a line, there's, you know, 10, 20, 50 people ahead of you. So I'm not just going to jump to, you know, drawing something in three months from now when we're still in the month that we're in right now. I still have plenty of time and plenty of people ahead of you. So everyone waits their turn in line. And by telling them that, that allows them to not be in a rush or not be so eager or not want to see the design. And it also helps out um, on a side note as a strategy because if you send somebody a design months in advance, that gives them a lot of time to start staring at it and picking it apart and showing their friends and getting advice and other people's opinions on what other people want. And they end up Instead of loving it, they start to like ask you to change things and modify things and move things because you now have other people giving their opinion and it's starting to change the way they think about it. So that's why I try not to give them a huge range of time to think about something. I rather show them the week of and they have the shock value of liking it. It gives me a few days if I need to revise anything or adjust any images that I have and then it's still fresh in the air and good to go. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, I did a post a couple days ago or a week ago about some tips on how to do deposits and I got a lot of great feedback and so I decided to make it more than just a post and I decided to talk about it just so there could be more detail and I could break it down to help everybody. I'm going to go over it from 
step one to step nine and answer everything and let you guys know some experiences that have happened to me and how I dealt with them and how they've helped me or hurt me in my business. So number one, protecting yourself. Deposits are there to protect you. They're there to protect your time, your business, your value, and just keeping you safe. Using an example, if I was to do a tattoo that costs $500, it may take me three to five hours of my day. That's half a day, if not a full day of work for some people. So if I'm going to make this $500, if this person doesn't show, I end up losing money. That is why I take a deposit to protect that spot. But let's just say someone put a $100 deposit down. That $100 is going to protect me so that even if they don't show, instead of me losing $500, I'll only lose $400. And that's the whole purpose of a deposit. It protects you so that you're not wasting your time and you know that the person is serious because they have something to lose. If anyone ever gives you an issue about a deposit, they're probably not that serious. And if you want anyone to take you serious, you should start asking for deposits because that allows them to know that you're serious about your business. Number two, this is the most important one, being clear about your policy. Whenever you take your deposit, whether you do it in person or whether you do it through your phone with a Zelle or a Venmo or Apple Pay or whatever ways that you take payments now, you always want to give them your policy and let them know your rules so that there's never any issues, there's never any arguments because you can't argue with facts. No one can say they didn't know because you gave them a receipt of all the things that you require. And that could be that it's non-refundable, if you do not show or reschedule within 48 to 72 hours, they will lose their deposit. If they're late 15 minutes or after, they will lose their deposit or whatever other rules that you may have for them to lose their deposit. That allows them to know how you operate, how you do business, and if they can't follow those guidelines, then they should not send a deposit and they should not get tattooed or any type of service that you do from them. And they can go somewhere else and find somebody else to do business with. And it's no hard feelings. But if you operate a certain way, you should hold yourself to that standard. And I've done this for the past 11 years and I've never had anybody give me any issues every time I copy and paste this. If the policy's there, the rules are there, your receipt's there, you're protected, you're safe, and no one can argue with that. Number three, automated responses. If you do your appointments through emails, if you do them through direct messages, however it is you do them, I always use an, an auto response. And it's because I say the same thing over and over, the same rules. I take X amount of deposit. It goes towards the total. It goes towards your last session. It is a 48-hour to 72-hour cancellation. You lose your deposit. I, I tell them all those things, copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste all day, 10 emails at a time, 10 inquiries, 20 inquiries, whatever it is every day. If I was to type that every single time, it's a lot of time wasted. We do everything by appointment only. That allows me to not waste my time to stop and talk to people who walk in and out of the shop trying to get price quotes or things like that. Imagine if I had five to 10 people stopping throughout the day to ask me these. And if I didn't have a shop assistant or an apprentice or somebody to talk to them and say all this every single time, that means I would have to stop what I'm doing to do that every single time. And that wastes a lot of time. That takes away from me and my customer. That takes away from the 
the convenience and the comfort that they have. Every time I get into a rhythm or a flow, I have to stop because someone comes in and interrupts us. So that's why we try to stay away from being an open shop. And plus, we don't have anyone to help with the walk-ins at the moment. Anyways, we're all booked up. So it's a good problem to have, and we try our best to make it work. But using automated always helps to save your time. And that's the whole point of working is you want to work to make money and build, but at the same time, you don't want to lose all the time you have. So you have to find ways to save your time. Number four, how much of a deposit should you take? Like I said, I usually recommend taking a 25% deposit. I think that's fair. If you're doing a a $500 tattoo, I mean, $200 is cool. If you do a $1,000 tattoo, 250 is cool. Like whatever it is you do, I always recommend 25%. The reason I say that is because when I first started, I was taking $50 deposits. Like I said, I wasn't as confident. I wasn't secure. I didn't think people had that kind of money and I didn't think they would be willing to pay that type of money. So I would take $50 deposits and I learned quickly that People don't care about their money. And a lot of people that have money issues or live paycheck to paycheck, they're very reckless on the decisions they make. It's very spontaneous. It's very in the moment. And it's not very thought out farther or long term. So I would have people canceling still and I would be getting the $50 deposits constantly to a point where it became an issue. And I was still having, you know, at least five to 10 people cancel within a month, which is a lot of people. So I decided to bump my price to $100 because why would anyone want to lose $100? After a year of doing this, I noticed the same thing. I would still have a lot of people canceling. I would still have a lot of people rescheduling because of money issues or just making bad decisions, things like that. And of course, the same people who make the bad financial decisions They know that they're making bad decisions and they know that they're not going to have the money to pay for the tattoo. However, they choose not to let me know ahead of time and reschedule. And because they want to wait to the last minute within the 48 hours to cancel, they end up losing the money for their deposit. So it turns their financial issues into bigger financial issues because they're now losing more money when if they were just responsible, they could have told me ahead of time and I would have been able to reschedule them and bump them back a month or two and everything would have been good. That's something to learn about. If you're a customer, make sure to make better decisions and make sure to let your artist or whoever it is you have an appointment with know ahead of time that you need to reschedule or move things around. And most likely if you give them enough time, they'll accommodate you. But if you're waiting to the last minute, you end up screwing them over. And when you lose the deposit, you're not the victim. You screwed the business person over because you took away from their time. They're the ones who are the victim. And so they're losing out on 75% of what they could have made. And you think that they just want your deposit, which is a weird, weird way of thinking. It's a weird process. And if anyone's been in that experience, it's never fun. Number five, rolling over your deposit. So... If you are doing anything that requires more than one day of work, I always recommend that you roll over your deposit. So for me, when I do tattoos, I usually do big tattoos and they take multiple sessions. If I was to just use the deposit on the first session, that means they would have to constantly keep making new deposits every single time 
And I would be at the mercy of when they choose to do that. In order to stay in control, the deposits always go towards the last session. This allows me to be in control because not only do they pay for their first session, their deposit rolls over, which means they have to book their second session and it has to continue. So that means that they stay consistent and that means that I stay in business. Usually when I'm doing big tattoos, they need to heal. So I usually recommend doing like once every three weeks or maybe once a month. And we just base it off that. And I try to book at least two to three appointments at a time. So I know everything is back to back to back. So they'll have an appointment, you know, say in January, then another one in February and another one in March. And that allows you to build your wait list. That allows you to stay consistent with the work that you're doing. That allows you to not have to worry that these people are going to disappear and never get their tattoo finished, which is probably one of the worst things you could do because a lot of artists get gratification and joy when they finish a tattoo. And especially when it's a big one, you put a lot of time and effort into drawing and designing and making it fit this person's body. And midway, you know, they end up disappearing or, you know, they move or they don't care anymore. They lose interest and they change their hobby and want to spend their money on other things. And they just care less about their tattoos and so you end up with a tattoo that's never finished that you really wanted to finish and add to your portfolio or things like that so it's always cool to keep them with you and keep them going and the momentum going so that's why I always roll over my deposits so that they don't disappear another thing is sometimes people I have a lot of people who I only see once a year I always see them during tax time or things like that and it's kind of hard to tattoo Say I'm doing a back piece and it's going to take me about six sessions. If I see them once a year, it's going to take me six years to finish this back. And how I started on year one versus how I end it on year six is going to be completely different because that's six years of me growing. That's also an inconsistency of how the tattoo is going to age. So there's going to be a lot of things that are extremely fresh and a lot of things that are extremely old. And you'll start to be able to see the difference in the way it lays out and it blends together. It's like painting a car. You're not going to paint just the door, then just the hood, then just the bumper. Because it's going to look inconsistent or uneven eventually as the car gets older and ages. It's parked in the sun, things like that. So trying to keep them as consistent as possible, it helps out both of us on getting things done. Number six. Telling people that they're going to lose their deposit. I hate number six. This is the worst scenario ever. Whenever I'm confirming with people and it's within 48 hours and I say, hey, I'm just confirming for your appointment. Are we still good tomorrow or, you know, two days from now? And they say, oh, shoot, I forgot. No, I'm not going to make it. Oh, man, I overspent this month. Um, Can you just bump me back a week? I'm not going to make it. Or whatever other excuse that they come up with. That just shows that they didn't care. That shows that they didn't manage their money well. They didn't manage their time well. And they didn't take the time to care enough to try to let you know that they're not going to make it. And to fill their spot or reschedule them and bump them back or things like that. For any customer that's listening. If you let your artists know 
your hairdresser know, whoever it is you have an appointment with. If you let them know ahead of time that you need to reschedule because of financial issues, work issues, scheduling, babysitters, whatever the case is, let them know ahead so that they have time to fill your spot. And because they're able to fill your spot, they won't lose out on money and you'll be able to switch with somebody or get bumped back to the end of the line and there's no hard feelings, there's no issues, and everyone's happy. When you guys wait to the last minute, that's when the problem occurs because then you end up screwing over your artist. Try your best to remember and let them know and keep them in mind. Usually people who have a tattoo appointment are pretty excited. Every time I've gotten a tattoo, I've always counted down the days and I've known that it's going to happen. So it's weird that you would forget that you have a tattoo appointment, especially if you don't get tattooed like often. It's usually a big thing. You do it once or twice a year. So it's a weird scenario that you would say you would forget. That's just me. What do I know? When people lose their deposit, try to let them know in the most professional way. Try to be as nice as possible when you're telling them. And usually I say something along the lines of, okay, unfortunately, you're going to lose your deposit. I know you have the policy, so it was within 48 hours, and that's why you're going to have to lose it. Um, Whenever you are financially stable and ready to put down another deposit, we can book your appointment then. So just let me know when you're ready, and we'll make it happen. And that's that's kind of the nicest way you can say it. And the response from there is going to either be like they understand, they apologize, and Once they have the money, they're going to send it to you and you'll rebook. Or they're going to try to argue and be like, wait, what? I lose my deposit. What the hell? You're a fucking joke. This is bullshit. You need that money more than I do. I've I've heard it all. I've heard everybody say all kinds of things to me. It's crazy. I've had people argue with me. I've had people want to fight me. I've had it happen from strangers. I've had it happen from friends. I've had it happen from everybody. Uh, Nothing shocks me anymore. I've experienced almost everything and I've even had people you know what say sorry after they cussed me out and wanted to fight me I had them say sorry I had them put another deposit down and then they still don't show so I mean I've experienced it all and I've taken their deposit you know multiple times I would say one of the worst people that put down deposits and canceled for me, I've probably made over a thousand dollars in deposits from them within a year because they kept canceling on me to the point where I told them I wouldn't take them as a customer anymore unless they paid the full amount of the tattoo. And if they didn't show up, they would still lose that full amount. And you know what? They actually showed up because they paid the full amount. Funny how that works, huh? Whenever anybody loses a deposit and they do want to book and they do put in a new deposit, I always make them put a little bit of a higher deposit as well. And that's just to prevent things from happening again. That shows me that they're still serious and their credit's a little bad, so I just need a bigger down payment. And hopefully that helps them with their financial issues too because if they're getting a a $500 tattoo and they had to bail when they put $200 down, I'll then ask them to put $300 or maybe even $400. So now they only owe $100 or $200, which means the financial issue shouldn't really be there. And if it is, you know, then it's just poor judgment. Maybe they shouldn't be getting a tattoo or trying to figure it out or save until they have the full amount. 
and then maybe setting the appointment. You know, there's a lot of different scenarios and how you can go about doing it. But I hate number six. I hate having to tell people that. Number seven, cutting people off. I don't like doing this either. A lot of times I don't even tell them. I just kind of like tell them I'll get back to them and I hope they get the hint and, you know, they, they just disappear or they go somewhere else. But know when to cut people off. You don't have to do it in a disrespectful way. You don't have to be aggressive or anything like that. But you just got to let people know sometimes if they cancel on you multiple times and they lost their deposit multiple times, they obviously aren't the best customer for you. They're wasting your time, you're losing money, and you're losing out. So if you keep taking these customers, it keeps on hurting you. So you have to have the respect for yourself and your time and know that this relationship isn't working out. Not all money is good money, and you don't want to deal with the headaches that these customers bring you. It's better off not making money from them, and they can just go to like a walk-in shop or anywhere that has availability that's within a shorter period of time so that they don't spend their money and they're able to get tattooed. And there's nothing wrong with that. You just got to find what works for you. But usually if somebody cancels with me at least two or maybe even three times if I give them that, I usually tell them like, you know what, like respectfully, I'm not going to work with you. And if you do ever want to get a tattoo from me, I would need you to pay in full up front before we book anything otherwise i wish you the best on your tattoo journey it's not it's just not gonna be with me number eight don't spend your deposit i know tons of people who get deposits i know tons of people who get a lot of deposits um you know if you're getting inquiries all day you can get up to a thousand dollars or more in deposits every day and there's people who go out and and spend that it's like an advance but if you're living like paycheck to paycheck and you're like a tattoo artist or a hairdresser or anyone who takes a deposit, I wouldn't use the deposit to pay your bills or your expenses or things like that. I would save it until you do the job. And then after you do the job, you've earned that money and it's now yours. And then you can do whatever you want with it. But I think it just shows a little bit more discipline and more of a business side that you hold on to the deposit until it's that time. Number nine leniency now with every rule there's always exceptions some situations are valid and it's up to you to make your best judgment on when you should or shouldn't stay with the policy and when you can break it i've had times where people wanted a refund of their deposit and even though there's a no refund i gave it back to them Sometimes it was because they were really aggressive and rude and I just didn't want to work with them. So I said, you know what? I'm not the right artist for you. I gave them back their deposit and I said, I wish you the best. You guys can go somewhere else. There's other scenarios, you know, sometimes women, they may accidentally or unplanningly get pregnant and that ends up being a one year or maybe two year wait until they can get tattooed again. So things like that, I sometimes give a deposit back because that was out of their control. It was unplanned. But there's always times you can pick and choose. Sometimes there's people who really get into a bad accident or really get hurt and, you know, they're out of work. There's all kinds of situations. There's people who can be your regulars who come, you know, four, five, six times a year and say they have a, a, a slip up and something happens and it's short notice. Because they're your everyday customer and they're always there, they support you, they refer customers to you and things like that. 
sometimes it's okay to give them a refund or to not make them lose their deposit. Sometimes there's people who are big tippers and they tip $100, $200 every time. If those people are constantly tipping you and taking care of you, make sure to take care of them. And usually they're pretty good with it, so they're not going to bail on you. But if anything accidentally happens, you know, you have the power to keep them in mind and consider it. Being irresponsible is never a reason. Having money issues is not a reason. Um, being unprepared is not a reason. Waking up late, not setting your alarm clock, going out the night before, things like that are all not a reason. So if you bail out within the 48 hours or 72 hours or whatever it is that you make for yourself, that's on them. I've had people tell me that they didn't understand why they were losing deposit and why they had to put down a new deposit. And it's just a weird thing that people don't know how a deposit works and why. So hopefully this helps explain some things. Hopefully they're able to get a better understanding of why people who provide a service or a product or things like that usually take a deposit and that usually covers for the time it usually covers for the material of the whatever product that they're buying or doing or whatever it is that you're booking deposits are usually always required because the busier people get their time is more valuable and more important and which is why the deposits higher and which is why people take them so if people are asking you for a deposit for whatever it is you're trying to book, that is a good thing. That shows they're professional. And as a customer, you should be able to follow the rules. You should be able to follow the regulations and be able to communicate with them. And by doing that, that shows that you're a good customer. You're not going to be a headache. You're not going to have a lot of red flags. And it's going to be a good experience for the both of you. And hopefully you guys can get some great tattoos. You guys can have some good experiences. People who provide a business or a service can grow their business more. They can start having less turnovers. And they're able to just grow and become more professional. So hopefully you guys get some knowledge from this. And you're able to apply a few of these tips. And they're game changers. And they're able to help you with your business. And you guys are all able to grow and hit your financial goals. Otherwise, until next time, you guys, I hope you got value. Share this with friends and family, and I'll see you guys next week.